previously on Live at 605. I saw, what's his name? Snafu? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going to let you guess until you get his name no, right. No, is it? Is it Snafu? Sorry again. Snafu? No, what, his first name's a color. Red man? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> rap. Red foo. Red foo. John Malin. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from a very... You should have started this thing. Coming to you live from a very muggy Toronto. That's what I wanted to say. This is... Mm. I don't even know what episode we're on. Episode 7. Episode 7 of season 14 of Live at 605. I'm your podcaster, Val. And it's your boy, uh, Jerry Wonder, on the mic. Who's Jerry? Jerry Wonder is Wyclef Jean's uh, producer cousin. Why are you here today? I don't know. I was trying to think of a funny name, and all I could think <laughs> of was Jerry Wanda, and it, but it's spelled W-O-N-D-A, Wanda. Oh. Like Wanda Ba. Okay. I think the heat's gotten to our head, and I, I already have a name for this week's podcast because I can tell we're both going to be a little delirious. Yeah. So this one's called Delirious and Confused. No. Oh, like Dazed and confused. confused. It is. It's like I feel like our air conditioning is not working properly, even in this room. To be honest. <laughs> And so, uh, we didn't sleep last night, at least. I know I didn't sleep, and then I woke John up. No, I was already awake. So I felt bad. You know what the worst part of not sleeping is when you wake up in the middle of the night? Yeah. When you wake up in the middle of the night and you you aren't sleeping, let's say you're waking up at 7 a.m. is your alarm. Would you rather it be like 6.30 or 2 in the morning? So here's what I always find. I'll pass out at about 12.31 in bed, but then I'll always end up waking up when I can't sleep at exactly 2.50. And so I'm like, oh, maybe it's like 7 a.m. and I just like woke up and can't sleep anymore. No, it's not. It's 2.50 and I have to struggle to get asleep for the next like four hours. Yeah, because I was so pissed off because I was up too at the same time as you. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to go get us new blankets, I came back, checked my phone. I was like, please be like 5 o'clock, 5.30. It was only 3 in the morning. I know, bananas. So either way. Did you you know 3.15 is the witching hour though? I don't want to know these things, (laughs) right? So either way. It is so hot in Toronto and humid right now, which is a far cry from whether we've been having this spring slash summer, yeah. where it's been like minus 10 some days, plus right. 18, yeah. plus 37 today. That's so true. It's, it's been fluctuating all over the goddamn place. But the unfortunate thing is that even though we do have air conditioning in our apartment, it doesn't feel like it. So neither of us, as we've mentioned, had slept. Which rippled effect into the morning because we both slept in. Yeah, because I had to wake up early, and of course, I set my alarm for what I thought was 7.20 a.m., but mm-hmm. it was 7.20 p.m., yeah. so I'm like, oh, there goes that. So. And your alarm didn't even go off. My alarm didn't even go off, so maybe the witching hour did come through. Exactly. Anyways, so well, I don't even remember the last I don't feel like we recorded a podcast last week. We didn't. This is the first time in 14 seasons we actually missed a week. No, that's not true at yeah, all. Yeah, we missed a day, but we never missed a week. Nah, you can I feel check like the we iTunes. Didn't. You can check the calendar on iTunes. You'll say when every episode ever aired. So we definitely missed a week. Um, well, we were celebrating Kofefe. Yeah. That's Isn't it Kofifi? It can be whatever you want it to be. That's the done, true meaning. Done, done, But we were both Kofifi was huge. Especially in China. Yeah. You can't see my fingers right now. <laughs> but uh, so we unfortunately missed last week due to unforeseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. Just being batshit crazy and not have We literally had no time to record one. No. Which sucks because we took a bit of time off in between seasons. We were supposed to bank episodes, but we never do. That's okay. So... 
we're back now. And yeah. before we get into all this shit, why don't you give out all your contact info? Yeah, so if you guys want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, it's ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And we definitely have done some different variety shit because you'll check it out on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you weren't very happy with some of your numbers this past week. No, though. but I'll, I'll explain some of the stories as to why. Mm, so maybe you'll get a, a fluctuation. Yeah. Or right? something. Or maybe you're, <laughs> it'll fluctuate up. I'm not, I know I'm not increase. using it right. Yes, 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 <laughs> so. yes. But what about on iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. And you go to facebook.com slash live605 for picture, memes, gifts, YouTube clips, all that stuff. We actually got a bunch of new likes on Facebook this past nice. week, so that was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, so do you, by chance, have a sponsorship or anything this week? Hmm, I do I? If you don't, I, bitch about I feel like we could have a joint sponsorship slash update. Go. So why don't we get into, this is just will be our joint sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So last week's episode that we did, we had a moth situation. Yes. Well, this goddamn moth entered our room and was flapping all over the place. Yes. And I went to go get things to kill it, and you had one job, which was to keep your eyes on, on it. I did. And then it, well, then it vanished, and we couldn't find it. Because it just tried to fly on my head. This is true. This is like the fish that you made me sit on. <laughs> Where, in Bahamas? Yeah. After you lied to me, you told me there was no fish. The fish you claimed to have sat on? I sat on this big fish. Yeah, there was no fish that went belly up once you sat no, on it? No, because I jumped after I sat on it. So anyway, so we had this moth in the apartment, yeah. and moths are super annoying because not only are they weird looking and kind of creepy, your they eat your clothes. Did you eat your clothes? Didn't eat my clothes, but I was trying to think, first of all, how a moth got into our apartment, because we don't leave the, the door. It could have flown into a door. That would be my only two, two no, options of a guess. No, it could have been, didn't your folks say they've had moths? It could have just been in that suitcase that your folks lent nah. us. It could have been a multitude of ways. Then I would have brought it into Montreal and out of Montreal. No, because you brought your suitcase here first. So we've had a moth with us since mid-May? Hey, man, moths be, be mothing. <laughs> okay. But anyways, I don't know. It could have just flown in through underneath our door or some bullshit. Probably the likely suspect. But my, we didn't see it for like three... <gasps> I do have a sponsor after this. Okay. Okay, go. So I thought we hadn't seen the moth for three, four, or five days. So I thought it just like flew through a vent or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, but here's the update. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm lying on the couch. It's now like 11.45 at night. Five days later, you're in bed. And I thought I was hoping you'd pass out because all of a sudden I saw this little flopping moth fly past me. Little is ginormous. It was pretty big. And it just freaked me out because you know when someone just like flies or runs by, you're like, ah. That's what I said. The shadow on the ceiling yeah, was I huge. Know. I thought it was a bat or a pigeon. And first of all, I did research. For some reason, I thought moths liked the light. Because I always think of, like, porch lights. Aren't mm. those moths? Apparently, they like dark places. What? So, so, you know when I was, like, trying... This is, like, a Wikipedia article. No, this is, like, I Googled how to kill a moth. I Googled what do moths do to your apartments. They eat your clothes. Exactly. So, you, so they went into the closet? No, no, no. But they were just saying they like to hide in dark areas, which yeah. is why they eat clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, so, anyways, this moth comes out. I go... Uh, he's flying around in the dark because I learned not to turn the lights on because he'll flicker away. Mm -hmm. So I grab a big... Flicker? Yeah, that's a proper use. You understand what I'm saying if he flickered away. Like a light flickering, like going up you, and... Do you mean flutter? You know what? 
Kofefe. <laughs> means whatever you want it to mean. So this is... God damn it, this pen's flying everywhere. Watch your head! <laughs> and by the way, I wrote it over my fingers say at work. I saw. So this moth, it's almost midnight. I thought you'd be asleep because I didn't want to wake you up and scare you. Because first of all, if I didn't catch the moth, I didn't want you to know that mm -hmm. it was back. So I roll up this newspaper. He flies away. And I go to check the room to see if you're awake. Mm -hmm. Not only are you awake, but you're like calling my name to tell me some weird like Buzzfeed story about yeah. like which banana peel are you or something. No. I'm like shit. You're awake because here mm -hmm. I am. I was gonna be battling this moth for the rest of the night. Yeah, with my expensive hairspray. No, that was a fly, and that was worth it. <laughs> So I have a ro rolled up newspaper or magazine of men's health and I'm sitting <laughs> waiting for this moth to come back. Yeah. He finally comes back like 10 minutes later and I'm trying to find him in the dark nonetheless. Which yeah. Is very but tough. it can't be that dark because I'm reading in the bedroom. Yeah, but you know when you're in the bedroom and I'm in the living room, I only have one light on. Okay. So I like to keep it dark. Anyways, this moth comes back and I'm sorry to people who are like pita loving animals out there, but moths are... They're insects. They're insects. They deserve to die. Yeah. So I took my rolled up ma uh, magazine, smashed him in the body. He went flying Whale. to the ground. I couldn't find him. He was somewhere on the ground. Ew, on the carpet? Yeah, so I turn on the light, and then, where are you going over there? Right here. So I turn on the light, and I see him just like, he's not quite dead, but he's like jumping around now. From Ew. Like, he's jumping like six inches in the air. Ew. So I throw the magazine at him. Uh, doesn't wound him or so anything. So put him under a cup. No, I'm not doing your cup theory, because then I'll never drink from there again. So anyways, I find... One of our weird cups. I should do a weird cup. I just took my slipper and smashed That's it. That's disgusting. Why are you wearing your slippers still? As you're wearing them right I'm now. Not, I'm not putting my mouth on my slippers. Yeah, but they're walking all over our fucking floor. Yeah, but then I cleaned my slippers. Did you? Yeah, I took a, a one of those lentil light wipes. Lentil? <laughs> right. Yeah, like lentil yeah. soup. What? Are you thinking lentil? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm delirious, you know this. <laughs> So anyways, I killed the damn moth, and yeah. I wrapped him in um, Kleenex and flushed his ass down the toilet. And mm -hmm. I made sure you didn't know about it until he was gone and dead. Good. Because I didn't want you to put up with that. Now I just go back under the blankets. I feel what? you missed the biggest story What's for a sponsorship. Well, why don't we get into your sponsorship then? It ripples into your sponsorship, unless you want to make it a story. I don't know what your sponsorship's going to be. Stairwell. Let's just let's <laughs> let's just drop in the sponsorship sting now. Sponsorship of the week. How did we forget that? And then this will just be a sponsorship that leads into this first story of the week. Okay. So it kind of goes back. I'll go to the bathroom. Okay. Do you put the sting in? Yeah, I did the sponsorship sting. Okay. But hold on. First, before I say this, we, uh, as always, each episode, you always have to go you go pee during the yeah. washroom. But for the first time, I think, ever in 14 seasons, we ate dinner before we recorded. I know. We usually record, then eat dinner, or record, order food, take a break, eat, and then come back. This yeah. is the first time we've ever eaten dinner yeah. and then recorded the podcast. That's because I have to do some work after this. Yeah, and that's because we, had to, we both had to work late and everything. Yeah. So, what, so, should we set up... How do you want to set this Let's set up, up this following sponsorship. So, two, three things. Three things. So, we live... We love our unit. Yeah. We've come out and say that. We live in an apartment building. It is, you know, your run-of-the-mill 1970s apartment building. It's not a condo. We don't have a concierge. No. Right? We live on a pretty decent floor where you can choose to run up the stairs or run down the stairs. Yeah. Right? Our elevators are always busted. We, we have, have a death elevator. We have a death elevator. 
I've been stuck in all three of the elevators. Yeah. If you go back and listen to previous podcasts. Such as Stuck in the Elevator with You. Yeah, which is the one. Was that your birthday or the one I got laid that, off? That in? was the one you got laid off so and then you the got day, stuck in the elevator. <laughs> so the day I got laid off, we went to get Cali sandwiches and we got stuck in the elevator with a pregnant chick and like yeah. a fat guy for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Then on John's birthday, because 10 of us went into the elevator, Yeah. we got stuck in an elevator, even though it wasn't maximum capacity. And that was another time. Yeah. So then we were like terrified it's John's birthday. Then we've also just been stuck in what we call the death elevator, which is one that for whatever reason, it could be one person in there and the door never opens. Yeah. I always punch the door when it doesn't open. Like I I was holding three boxes worth of fragile electronics going in this death elevator by myself. The thing opens four inches and closes on me. So I have to like kick the door and like, cause I can't open it cause I have so many things in my hands. Mm -hmm. So I finally get out and I punch it and then... You and I were in that death elevator and it only opened a bit and I had to punch it because I was so angry. I was like, can you not punch it? I was like, who are you, first of all? Can you not I'm be a man. This, apparently. Can you not be a man and do that kind of shit? 2017 man. No. In Trump's America. Yeah. <laughs> right? What is this? Just locker room banter? Yeah. So then, um, <laughs> what you call it? So then, the other part of it is is that we're not huge animal people either. <laughs> could, you, could you tell by that moth story? Yeah. So those are insects, though. We're, so we're not insects or animal people. Yeah, but whereby... insects have souls, and, you know, they, <laughs> moths turn into butterflies. Here's the thing. You guys, everyone else, we've said this too on a podcast, you can all have your own pets, just we don't like them in our unit, and I'm not a big fan of them in the elevator. Oh, I don't like them in general. So, go and say <laughs> that. Well, there's nothing wrong with not liking animals. No, I like animals. It's like not jungle. in my house, right? So that's your thing. I like music. So either way, so this is what sets us up for our next story is that because of all these things that kind of sometimes take place in an elevator or because of the elevators in general and because we don't have a concierge, sometimes we opt to take the stairs up or down. You so more so up and down. I more down. If I'm by myself leaving the apartment, I always take the stairs. Mm-hmm. If I'm by myself and there's more, if there's one person waiting for an elevator, mm-hmm. I take the stairs. If I'm by, by myself, I'm taking an elevator. So last weekend, on Saturday, yeah. you had to leave to go out really early. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had to leave to go into work. I had a, a wor- very important work weekend because it's it was our busiest time of the year. Mm-hmm. We had big presentations, and I was uh, very happy to be pretty well pretty included this year mm-hmm. and do a lot of good work and it was a big success but that's why from like last thursday all the way till tuesday mm-hmm. i was just working all the time as you were too so we just didn't have time to do a podcast and as a result last saturday i believe i left here around 8 30 in the morning mm-hmm. and you were up as well because you're a trooper i think you were you were going out to go see all the little guys mm-hmm. or something so i go i lock the door and i open the um our apartment's the corner unit, so we're right next to the stairwell. So I open the door to go through the stairwell, and instantly I see between the sixth and seventh floor a hobo sleeping uh, uh, in the stairwell with graffiti on the wall and a bunch of like garbage and shit just strewn, apo- strewn around. Or strewn Why are you making up words? <laughs> just say a bunch of garbage around. <laughs> and a bicycle just like sitting there. Yeah. So I instantly come back, knock on the door. You let me back in. Yeah, so I was like, hey, I'm like, oh, did you forget something? And then you kind of come in, and you already have that, like, worried look. Well, because I'm just thinking about you, and I'm just like, well, this is right next to our unit. Yeah. Even though we have lots of locks, this is maybe why we have lots of locks. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, oh, I hate to do this because I'm, like, I'm in a rush. But I'm like, there's a hobo sleeping right outside of our door in the stairwell. I'm like, can you, like, let security know? Yeah. I got to get going. It's also, like, 
weird because even though like it's level to our unit if you're like running down the stairs with kids yeah. or something and that's the thing that you like kind of run into you never know what's going to happen i have seen a hobo before in our stairwell on like the third floor and i think i mm-hmm. jumped over him oh when- can you not I think I did jump over him. I feel like you wouldn't do that. No, I feel I like this is a lie. Be, be, you never told me this story. I was, because you weren't here. I know the exact day it was. It was uh, Dan's birthday three years ago when were you were you in Mississippi. No, this was like 10 in the morning. Were you hungover? No. <laughs> because you were in Mississauga because it was also Beth's baby shower. Mm-hmm. So you weren't here, and I had to run to go get Dan a present because we were going bowling that afternoon, mm-hmm. which is why I left so early in the you morning. You never told me this story. Well, do you think I wanted you to know if there was hobos in the stairwell? You told me this time. Because he was right there. <laughs> so, either way. So, this time around, John sees the hobo. So then you did, did you run down the other stairs or did you I the elevator? I the elevator. See, and so now you have your own things to deal with. And so, yeah, I know. Death elevator. Death elevator. So then... Literally, I'm like, what the fuck? So then I look up our security number, and so I call somebody, and it's like probably like 8.55, 9 a.m., and I'm like, hey, I would just like to report that there's like a hobo sprawled <laughs> out. Hold on, did you did you call him a hobo, a homeless gentleman, or a bum? I said, um, what you want to call nothing. it? Uh, did you do that on purpose? No, how much? I feel I like sp- you did. Um, okay, so... What'd you call this guy on the phone? Um... A hobo, a homeless person? No, I said, I'm like, oh, there's a homeless person who's, like, camped out in our stairwell between floors six and seven, and there's, like, a ton of garbage, because I went out and looked at it, too. Yeah, what'd you go into the... Because I wanted to see what the hell you saw. That's dangerous. Yeah, but I, like, literally didn't... You passed out. I know, were you in, like, your jammies? No, I got change. So, I go and report this... They're like, oh, shit, really? And then they're like, oh, we'll send somebody upstairs to look at it. And so then I'm like, okay. So to John's point, I was leaving to go out. So I go back into the apartment. I eat breakfast and everything. And now I'm going to run out thinking that, again, like John, I don't want to take the death elevator. I'm going to take the stairs. I literally open the door at like 9.45 now, 10 a.m. And the guy's still full on like passed out sleeping. Still there? So I'm like, what the fuck? And so here's the other side of it. I'm waiting for an Uber to come to, like, the apartment yeah. to pick me up. The Uber calls and says he's here. Jesus. And so I'm like, what the shit? Like, I'm going to go tell security again. Yeah. And so, like, the other side of it is, and, like, not in, like, you never know. One, Toronto's not a, by any means, a, like, a not safe, safe place. But it's not, a, like, it's not, a, it's not a dangerous I know, but look around the world. Things happen everywhere. Things just happen anywhere. And you never know, like... One, people leave their doors open, right? Some person could just, like, walk right through. Like, who knows? Like, if you're doing laundry, you just don't lock your door because you think your significant other's in the apartment. You just never know. And then you get a call from someone that says, I'm in the apartment. No, that's so creepy, right? And so either way, um, what you want to call it, we end up, I go back downstairs, I get the call from the Uber, I go down to the management office, which I've never seen before. Yeah, it's like right? an apartment. It's like an apartment turned into a management office. I was impressed office. someone was actually even in there, though. Yeah, and the shitty Saturday. thing was, was there was people looking They should to know them. what's happening. So, there was people, like, two people looking to rent, and so I tried to be really diplomatic about it and quiet. So I, like, chased this woman into, like, her private photocopier room. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, um, can I just report to you that, like, 
there's some guy like a, a homeless person is camped out in the floor you six to seven might want to take care of that right away right away and she's like oh yeah somebody called earlier and yeah. i'm like dude that was me that was me and so i said i'm like this has been he's been there for at least an hour yeah that since i've called and i'm like how hard is it to call security That's or call 911 like and to me it's like we could have i probably could have called the cops and said like there is somebody like either like passed yeah. out maybe like who knows what happened there right so either way when i went to i called you and i told you what happened yeah right i left what told the uber driver because i felt bad because i'm like i don't want my rating to drop because i'm late let's do a ratings check this isn't fair though no, they don't take I, as much i used it a bunch last weekend though no nah, but you didn't use it as much as me yeah but i do use it a lot now you used it a lot in the last like three days exactly that's, that's, a, a, that's a big chance Ooh. go 4.88 4.81. That's respectable on your end. I mean, it it's is. not as good as mine, but Yeah, because you used it like three times, and probably two of them were with me. No, last week I used it like five times. Whoa. <laughs> so, either way. So, luckily enough, we came back to the apartment, both of us. You came back super late. I came back in the evening. Hobo was gone. Graffiti still remained. Update on the graffiti. As of today, it's finally gone. Oh, really? They painted it, I think, today because it was still there this weekend. Could you read what it actually said? No, you can't read there. There's this one, sorry, when I walk under the gardener, under Mm -hmm. the bridges, there's this homeless guy who, like, spray paints uh, fluffy records. What's that? I don't know. It's, like, his record company. Did you Google it? No, because I think it's just, like, hobo rap music. But What happens if it's, like, the most crazy underground, like, record Google fluffy records. But my favorite was someone spray painted over top of Fluffy Records that said "fuck Fluffy Records." <laughs> but I think Fluffy Fluffy Records Toronto. Go to click on it. What is this shit? Don't allow. Because this is spray painted all under the garden. It's on Queen's Key. Yeah. It's a music production studio. Oh. <laughs> well, why are they spray painting Fluffy? Look like that. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> spray paint. Well, someone that's wrote. It's a legit thing, John. Okay, I thought it was just like hobo rap nope. music. Fluffy records. By cool kids. Cool kids. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they still suck. Look at I blew your mind just now. Blew my mind. I knew they were probably a record company. Just for like hobo based music. Anyways. So keep going. Do you think their infamous claim to fame song is a recut of Under the Bridge? By Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Children Under the Stairs? No, I don't want... Yes, and that freaked me out. I don't want to yeah? talk about it. That one was good because it was in the ghetto, and I like ghetto no, I don't want to talk horror about films. It. Okay. So is, is there anything else about this hobo? No. So I want to lead... Because that guy was probably drunk or on smack or something. Mm-hmm. This will lead into my drunk sporting uh, fan uh, night that I encountered. Mm-hmm. So well, this is a night I was working late. Yeah, you were working and late. so... I get a call from John being like, so... This was like two Tuesdays <laughs> two ago. Two Tuesdays ago. I'm working late thinking I'm going to come home and see John, right? And then it was like, nope. Nope, sorry. I'm going to go out in this torrential downpour. Yeah. So I got invited to go to the Jays game with Sean and Tesla and some of her friends. I didn't make the cut. Well, no, because initially... Well, <laughs> I was going to say, this doesn't make it better. Initially, it was a girls' night. Yeah. But it was like all her like um, all her friends and then two of them... <laughs> We're, we're I'm not calling it right. <laughs> I don't know. You're in acquaintance. No, I'm just joking. So there, two girls bailed out. So Sean's like, "Oh, do you want to come to a game?" He's like, "It's in the 500s, though." I know y'all know me. I'm a bit of a, a baseball likes, snob. Yeah. I like the finer things in, in sports. <laughs> Shut up. What in life? 
Of course I like the finer things in life. Yeah. Like, you think I'm not, like, some basic dude? Like, I want to go out and do, like, the nicest basic thing. Basic B. Yeah. So, anyway, so we go to this game, and one of the reasons why I don't like sitting in the 500s is because mm-hmm. 500 is the tickets. I think those tickets were literally $12. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Beer is cheap, is more expensive than those tickets. And Two. So, and that's why I always tell people, I'm like, oh, I don't want to sit up there mainly just because of, like, the scum of the earth sit mm-hmm. up there. So anyways, we're there, and it was a fun game. The Jays ended up winning, um, like, 8 to 5 or something. It was all home runs. It was a lot of fun. But there was, like, 8 people sitting behind me, all this white trash fucking hipster losers who were sitting behind us. And they were all just getting drunker and drunker as the night went on. Mm-hmm. And they got progressively more annoying. Like, this one guy dropped his ID on top of us. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I lost my ID. How did he drop it? Oh, he had to on pull top it out of you? Because he was pulling out his ID because he kept getting drinks and shit. Ew. And so all of a sudden they kept talking about like the soup of this shit. Like they were talking about whipping, literally whipping their dicks out in public. Like one guy's like, I was at Chance the Rapper concert. I had to go take a piss and and I just whipped my dick out and just pissed in, in the <laughs> field. And it's like, what? Wait, disclaimer this with the fact that we've said we don't like sitting in the 500s because it's also the most like... Like, just ghetto fans. Because they're not really into the game as much as they're into getting wasted. Yeah, exactly. And, like, starting fights. That's not everywhere. It's not a blanket statement. Just our experiences in the 500s have always been that. Yeah. So and I'm there because I actually like the event. Yeah. So here, I'm going to... I was I was able to record the tail end mm-hmm. of their conversation. If you listen really quickly, closely, you can hear them talk about having their dick Hell. out in public. So let's just listen. I was going to put it in the episode, but I'll just play it for my phone here. So let's listen along. You ready? Here. Right the line was stupid. So you're talking about whipping his dick out and pissing because the line was stupid to go to the bathroom. This is them singing along to uh, DJ Khaled, which up their beach level. And then you'll hear me and Sean just coming. So you can just see like how like level of conversation. <laughs> We're talking career things, and these guys are pissed off because the wave sucks. Did you have fun at the game though? Yeah, they, they ended up winning, but it just reaffirms why I don't like sitting in the 500s because it's just like they're just losers, and they were yelling, and they were leaning over, and you could tell that just like beer was spilling. It's like it's just, that's not the enjoyable experience. Get me some good like 100, 200 infield level seats, and totally. like, let your boy have some fun. So. So that was my Tuesday. That was a fun Tuesday. Uh, should I see what else is on the list? Of yeah, what t- else did we do? So, do you want to talk about... You did write all over your finger. Yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> this... Okay, this... We're gonna, we got to do some Bachelor talk real quick. Ugh, yeah. Okay, so uh, this is going to... I don't even know how to... i got to be delicate with this story, too. I'm assuming you didn't hear anything today about Bachelor-related no. stories. Okay, so I got into work again. We had to get it. We both went into work early this morning. And I'm in there working on something. And I what, technically went to work late. Yeah, <laughs> right. this is like the one time I went in early. And one of our friends, Rula, was talking. She's like, someone else about Bachelor, and like, oh my god, you got to tell John this story. I'm like, what? What happened? She's like, John, did you hear about Bachelor in Paradise? I was like, no. Wah-boom? 
No, so this is like an actual serious thing. Oh, uh, now I feel bad. No, well, we're going to talk through it. We're going to okay. figure this Somebody out together. Die? There's They've started filming. One, there's been one day of filming. After the first day of filming, production has been shut down. All the contestants set home. And as of now, the season and possibly the show canceled. From the Bachelor in Paradise? Bachelor or in Paradise. Why? All right, who, who over the last... Uh, during Nick's season, who's your favorite contestant on the show? In Nick's season? Yeah, Nick's season. This last this, one? Yeah, Nick. Who's your favorite person on that season? Uh, Rachel? No. Wait, what? On Nick's season of The Bachelor. Yeah? Who was your favorite person to watch? Uh, oh, I can't remember anything. Farm chores. Oh, yeah, Corinne. Corinne. Farm chores. Corinne, uh may or may not have been sexually assaulted on no the first way okay, so let by me... a contestant so who was the biggest loser on rachel's season just now waboo no sorry oh blake no demario no way okay, i'm gonna tell you what happened so this and there's different stories going around from demario's mm-hmm. saying what he, he thought happened there's what the producer was this on said. tmz yes this was everywhere it's like trending on facebook twitter Whoa. So what they're saying is the very first day of production, Demario, who was on the newest season of Rachel, he got kicked off because he had a side girl who came and confronted him. Yeah, who looked like a little bit cokey. Yeah, he was a little coked out, and he pretended like he didn't know the girl when Mm -hmm. she came in. Anyway, so he's a loser. Him and Corinne uh, got... Okay, so what what... This is what the producers are saying. Corinne was blackout drunk first day, and then her and Demario started to hook up, drinking together. They went into the pool, and this is... This is what their language was. They claimed that uh, she was... They as, like, so, the sorry. producers. So this is what happened. Uh, this is what the producer is saying. This is what contestants are saying. She was so drunk, she didn't know what she was doing. So she was in the pool, like... And uh, this is the exact language. They were rubbing. They were fingering. And then she took her top off, her bathing suit off. Ew. She put her genitals in his face. Ew. And he started licking. This is exactly what they're saying. So there was... But what they're saying, the producers, is she was so drunk, there's no way she could have, like, given her consent. Consent? But they're saying... Was he sober? He wasn't sober, but he wasn't at... This is where it gets tricky. Mm. And this is why I want to tread lightly, because this is, like, a serious thing. Mm -hmm. He claims that he was blackout drunk, too, and she was throwing himself on him, and she wasn't as drunk as she claimed. Mm -hmm. But yet, a lot of the people there, the contestants... We're telling the producers, like, you got to stop this. Like, yeah, that was exactly my reaction. And Why so, were the producers filming so, this well, not okay, pulling her hold, off hold, of hold it? Hold on, hold on. We'll get into all this because this is just, like, an interesting and, story. And, like, didn't anybody else see it? So the contestants, I don't know why I'm calling them contestants, but the Bachelor and Bachelor are like, Someone's got to stop this. First of all, I don't know why none of them stopped yeah, it. Yeah, why didn't any of them stop it? Second of all. This is how people are useless. So second of all, it, gets, it all gets filmed, and then the next day, one of the producers was so mortified and horrified at what happened. Yeah. She, like, went to, like, uh, Warner Brothers and, like, this has happened. There has to be an investigation. Wow. So production shut down. Everyone sent home. Mm-hmm. It, at this point, it's canceled. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, like... Um, what did Chris Harrison say? Nothing. Radio wow. silent. But if you remember last season, one of the first episodes, Chad and Lacey, or Lace, mm-hmm. both got wasted in the pool. And... Not the same extent, but the same kind of thing happened. So people are like, well, why are they shutting this down? Like, this is what the show is. But a lot of time, I guess, everyone has, is 
consensual. Mm -hmm. They're drunk, but they're with it. They're I also saying, think Corinne is a different type of personality, and she's yeah. younger. She's younger, and her whole slogan, like I follow her on Instagram, she has shirts now that say Platinum Vagine, because that's her quote. Oh, wow. She said, my heart's gold, but my vagine is platinum. Shit. So it's just kind of like, holy shit. It's like... So wait, are people Team Corinne well, or no, Team Demario? No, well they're not Team him because he's a scumbag. Yeah, it sounds like a scumbag. Are you? Do you want to look this yeah, up? Yeah, I just want to see. Take take a look real quick. Corinne but um, but I was disappointed. First of all, it's like you hope that she's all right and that mm. you, like it's consensual. But it's just sex. This is my favorite show now out of all the Bachelors because the, oh Bachelor in Paradise. It's so oh. crazy. Yeah. So you're reading it now. You just are you reading the quotes of like fingers? No, just like the bullet points. Yeah. Ugh. So. I I honestly like blame the producers. Yeah, of course. But like, here's the thing. He was like, it, this is so hard because you don't want to like character I, account, but character assassination. Yeah, but he was like Demario on The Bachelor, like yeah. obviously or Bachelorette. He was a he, he was like. Too confident, too cocky, and a bit of a dick. Yeah. Right? Corinne did talk about her vagine. Yeah. A and lot. she was like the party girl. Right? And she did like take off her shirt for Nick, yeah. like all these things. She and, licked whipped like, cream off his neck. Yeah, like, it, ugh. And so I think it's like the show sets it up, but to me, the producers, if she was blackout yeah, drunk, should have stopped it. There should have been someone There's there. So, yeah. Or one of like the her friends there should have been like taking her out. Yeah. Of, but it's like okay, we weren't there. We don't know what's happening. But I'm curious to see, like right now, if the yeah. show does come back, it'll have the biggest ratings because. Yeah, but this is what I'm hoping. It's not a ratings ploy. I I don't think. Well, who knows with this kind of like yeah. trash TV? But I just thought that was mm -hmm. interesting. So that's it. That's all I have. You know, what? I read a really interesting article where people who trash this kind of tv and like yeah i get it it's like some of it like it's obviously scripted and like all of these things and whatever but then somebody compared it to like how is this like hookup dating any different than like a tinder it's not it's the same. exactly it's just, and cameras. So it's just cameras and so like people are like oh this wouldn't really happen it's like what do you mean people who just meet each other wouldn't like try and hook up or like based on like physical appearance i'm like you could might as well just call these types of shows swipe right yeah so so uh okay the next thing i want to talk about because we're going to keep it in this kind of same vein i guess mm. we just finished the keepers documentary mm -hmm. which i believe we talked about last week yeah but for those of you guys who didn't listen keepers is a netflix documentary miniseries about this nun who went missing in the 60s and um her case had never been resolved so it was a cold case moving all the way into like 2006 or something yeah so wait, so we just finished The Keepers. Yeah. What do you give it on the Fastbender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. I give it a uh, 8.5. What about you? Uh, I give it an 8.9. Yeah, I, so I go up 8.7. Okay, IMDb gave it an 8.4. Ooh. So I just wanted to see what they gave making a murderer. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, what making a murderer got? 8.8. .8. Let's see what the Jinx got. Jinx, I'm going to guess 9.1. 8.8. .8. Hmm. So here's the thing. How would you rank those ones? Uh, number one, they're also different, but for satis satisfactory... A satisfying ending. Mm -hmm. Jinx is number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, like making a murder made me upset for like 
the cut the nephew yeah. who seemed to be innocent Brandon. and then the the keepers was just depressing but it also yeah. made me happy to see all these people come together mm-hmm. so i don't know they're all good for different reasons but i think if i was to recommend one to, for someone to watch i'd probably recommend jinx because i think it's only four episodes it's short and sweet mm-hmm. making a murderer that kind of some episodes live keep the keepers was pretty good like seven episodes it probably could have been mm-hmm. five but yeah i think there's there's elements of so basically now that we're done spoiler alert spoiler alert better no, put in the disclaimer no, I'm not going to, there's no spoilers yeah i'm gonna talk about this yeah, don't worry about it oh i can't find the spoiler i know but i can't find them we just gave the spoiler Fine. Um, oops, pause. The way I read, and I agree, I read in the Daily Mail that Jinx is really good for like the suspense factor and pacing, making a murderer as like a case with real-time people talking that you're still curious about to see what happens. But then The Keepers is about social justice, yeah. essentially, and how that falters throughout a, a broken system. And so what I think is really great about the keepers is that it gives like it gives like producers future opportunities to build a mini series like this. It no longer has to be about something active. Yeah. It can be about cases that are obviously never came to fruition, right. right? And like weren't solved. But to me, the one thing and I thought this was this episode was terrifying and probably the best one. Yeah. I think like the third last episode. Yeah, it was episode five. With the nun like dressed up in the attic and yeah. like all these characters just started coming out of anywhere. Yeah, like the potential murderers and yeah. just like how they were affected after the nun died. Like they had drinking and drug problems yeah. and they claim to see nuns and addicts and shit yeah it, it was like it was just really cre- creepy yeah but you're happy overall like i'm sad that it's over I yeah guess. i still feel like we've watched the most depressing television like think about it 13 reasons why into the keepers yeah. it's not really like feel good television but better call saul's been pretty good better call saul's been awesome i will say another another season of something has also ended what hockey Oh, yeah, but we kind of talked about that last week. I know. Stupid Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, your fucking Stanley Cup champions. They won the Stanley Cup prediction right now. Golden State is playing Cleveland. Who's going? Do you think Golden State wins? Oh, don't the they play today? They're playing right now. Who do you think? Do you think Golden State will win tonight? No. Or will Cleveland? Get I think another Cleveland win? will get another win. Okay, interesting. Is it on right now? Do you know the score? Yeah, I'll check out the score right now. So right now it's Game Five in Golden State, mm-hmm. and I was hoping. I wanted Golden State to win the last game because then they would have been the first team to ever win 16 games in a row. Yeah. But now I want Cleveland to win because I want them to come back from three games down. Yeah. So let's see what the score is. But uh, as we do that, NBA, let me check my cap. 22-20 for Cleveland in the first. Oh, okay. Well, see, to me it's like with basketball, nothing matters till the fourth. Yeah, exactly. So that's one thing. But I will say, like... You started obviously watching baseball again. I'm not gonna give like any kind of dedication to baseball till they make it over. Your boy Justin Smokes an All Star this year. No, that's fucked up. He's second in the league. That just means run. the standard of baseball has dropped. No, it just means he's been playing like he's been better than Incarnacion. I'm happier to have Justin Smoke. But is this because the barometer or the meter to actually? be good at baseball no, has dropped because the benchmark is lower you tell me this how do you like a 290 average you like them apples how do you like 18 how many games bombs? did they play they've played for three months fully yeah he's played every game every single day how do you like 18 smoke when bombs? did you start watching this 
I don't know, two weeks ago? <laughs> John, this could be one of John's made-up stats. Do you what have you a sting? Do you have a sting for that? No, but here, I'm going to tell you his exact stats as of today. I don't want to know his No, stats. do you just tell me if this... Just, no, I don't want to You have to give him stats. respect if he's actually... Fuck that noise. Okay, hold on. Justin, your boy, Justin Smoke. Mm. 18 home runs. He leads the team with 18 home runs. Leads the team with 43 RBIs and leads the team with a 295 average. That's your boy, Justin Smoke. The big smoke. Smokey. Yeah. Smoking no, the bandit. You. Smokey Robinson. No, thank you. I'm um, over this. I heard you went to a bridal shower. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ferris and I, a dear friend of the podcast, she's been on previous podcasts, like Halloween's, birthdays, etc. Um, her and I drove in what was supposed to be the m- biggest thunderstorm shower ever. Oh, sorry, I wrote that down too, the weather. First of all, yeah, this goes back to last Sunday. Yeah. When it was supposed to be a torrential downpour, thunder lightning like all day. Like hurricane it t- through Toronto. And I had to work on the Sunday, and I have baseball, and I was hoping it would thunder shower yeah. so I would, wouldn't have to miss my baseball yeah. games to be canceled. And I had our friend of the podcast, Lori, um, her bridal shower, and like for the life of us, John kept being like, you can't drive, it's going to be such bad weather. Just you like this little... We had like a fucking beetle. dune buggy or yeah, something. A little bug be- whatever those are called. Beetles? VW? No. No. It was a VW, yeah. but it was a VW beetle or something. Yeah. Punch right? buggies. And so I pick up Ferris. And the gardener and DVP were closed. It's like how you get in oh, the Oh yeah, bro. it was like all these things. All the elements were working against us. And so we end up going to Lori's place for this bridal shower. It was actually really nice because I hadn't seen so like for context. I know Lori, and I've been friends with Lori through John. Yeah, she hired me as an intern 10 years ago. Lori and John still work together, so some of your work colleagues, who are some friends that I've become friends with by proxy of you, also came to the bridal shower. So it's actually really nice to hang out with um, Ferris, Lori, obviously, but Rula and Dahlia, who we've uh, spoke about earlier. DJ Dahlia. DJ Dahlia. Um, so that was really nice, and then it was just really cool. We played some, like, you know, uh, typical bridal shower games and just, like, shoot the shit and had some food and everything. So it was, like, really nice um, afternoon. But, again, never rained. Yeah, it's like if I was wrong this much in my work, yeah. I would have been fired years ago. So the Weather Network's wrong all, all the, the time. time. It didn't rain once that day. It was completely sunny. Yeah. I got to go to my baseball game because I finished work on yeah. time, which was good. But it's like, what is this bullshit Weather Network? So the weird thing was, was that I went to this bridal shower. Then Ferris and I got back and we went out for lunch, right? And it was still okay. It's still sunny. John was at work, but then he said he's coming home for a bit. So then you came home for a bit, but then you had to go back to work. Yeah, I had to go back afterwards. And so then I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just make dinner by myself. Yeah, but it's just one time a year. No, it was for three days. Yeah, three days out of 365 days. Whatever. You love, what movie were you watching? Oh some my movie? God, I have to do my Fast Vendor rating. Like some like made for TV so, movie? No, here's the thing. So like, I will say fully that even though like, yeah, this is John's busy time of year, kind of thing i guess you're more used to like me being out working longer you gotta be all right with being by yourself which i'm never in one day i'm gonna be dead and gone no i go first um no we go together (laughs) i'll take you down with me probably Um, my ass and so okay uh where is it this was like the weirdest movie No. no but it was like the weirdest cast of people what was it called just look up chris pratt 
Who? Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. No, it's called like 10 Years or something. Yeah, 10 Years a Slave, because that's a different kind oh, of yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, this one. Nope, that's not it. Where Did is you just type it? in 10 Years a Slave? Just type in Chris Pratt. This one. Yeah, this one. Um, what's you going to call it? So, because I'm not as okay with being by myself, I need to occupy my time with things. So, like, Saturday, I went back to see the niece and nephew for, like, the whole day almost. Like, I think I got home at 10 p.m. Yeah. Right? And so, like, John didn't come back home till 1 a.m., but I managed to, like, make dinner and watch a movie yeah. between, like, 10.45 to, like, 12.30, I think, um, when you got home. And so... That the Saturday I saw before I left to go out, so this is in the morning with the hobo. I was skimming through the TV, and usually on the W network, the women's network, they have like really like chill romantic comedies in the mornings. And so I saw one, and it was called uh, 10 Years. Yeah, 10 Years. Um, the sequel, 10 Years a Slave. No, just it was called 10 Years, and it was a romantic comedy featuring. Um, like Channing Tatum, Chris <laughs> Pratt. Fat Chris Pratt. Fat, I'll be. Yeah, pre, like, it's like Parks and Rec. Yeah, be before Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt, like, hunk. Totally. Um, Justin Long, the guy from the Mindy Project, Scott yeah. Porter from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. There's, like, all Rosario these people. Dawson. Yeah, there's, like, all these different people in it. And so I'm like, what the hell movie is this? Yes. The chick from House of Cards. Yeah. Uh, that other, Mara, whatever her name is. Yeah. It's just like the weirdest. I'm like, I've never even heard of this movie. How are there so many of these? They're not giant stars, but Channing Tatum's pretty big. Yeah. This so, is before Chris Pratt was huge. So I just I mean, PVR'd this film. And so here's my thing. This is on the Fastbender scale. I give this movie. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. A solid eight out of ten. Really? Yeah, I love, like, um, what you call it. Uh, I love, like, romantic comedies like this. Like, and here's what I say. This movie's not trying to be anything. It's, like, not. It's about, a t like, a high school reunion where all these different characters come back and, like, you know, it's, like, what have they done? Are they, like, overcompensating for their lives? One guy became, like, a huge indie rocker who had, like, a complete, like, crush on this girl he never actually... Which guy is the indie rocker? The... Where is his name? And I feel like in all these... Oscar Isaac. Who? That guy's in it, too? Yeah. How do you know him? Isn't he the guy from Inside Lewin Davis? Yes. Yeah, that is he's him. He's the guy in Drive. Yes. I yeah. don't remember him at all. But here's the other thing. I feel like all these people are such different ages. Like, isn't that guy, like, way older than Justin Long? He's 38. How Justin Long is probably, Although like, Justin 40. Long's sneaky old. 39, Justin Long. Okay, how old's Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum is... 37. <laughs> how old is... <laughs> what do you got for me now? Um, then who is the guy... Yeah, and then the guy from The Social Network was, like, Justin Long's, like, hipster partner. Max? Yeah. The guy from the Mindy Project? Yeah. He's 31. Yeah, there you go. So he's super young. But what I... How old were... Oh, I guess it was a 10-year reunion? Yeah. So they were, what, like, 28? Probably. 29? Yeah. So, okay. So here's bullshit. what I will say. It's like, John thinks it's bullshit. So basically, all these people come back, and, like, they're all, like, meeting their exes, like, hanging out. Like, where did they go? Where did they become? Um... What's his face? Oscar Reeves? Is that right? No. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. He's like a talented musician. And so he like wrote this song about this girl, who, the chick from House of Cards, and then like performs it with her. And then they're like, will they or won't they get together? So I thought this movie, if you're ever looking 
for a chill film, like, I would 100% watch it again. Yeah. Like, it's like, to me, it's like The Wedding Singer, Never Been Kissed, those kinds of films. And so the one thing I read about is that Oscar Isaac guy, even in Inside Lewin Davis, Davis, he did stu- study at Juilliard or something, really? and he wrote the song what? that was in 10 years no and way. played it That's because he was like, oh, I don't want to be part of a film that if I'm an actual musician, let me try and write this like this song. Yeah. So like I thought that that was pretty cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm glad you liked it. So then the other shitty thing was, because John ditched me again on Sunday in the evening, because, it, again, Sex in the City is on all the time on Cosmo Network, yeah. I ended up watching the Sex in the City first film and just made me hate Horseface all over again. First film, that's one where she stands up, what's his face, the dude? No, that's when Big stands her up. What? Yeah, he, oh. like, leaves her. Really? Yeah, because he's like, you're making too big of a deal about this wedding. But I'm leaving you. But don't they go, like, on their honeymoon? Yeah. Like, I thought she stood him up. No, he stands her up. Oh. And then she's, like, shattered and colors her hair brown. Right. Okay. <laughs> right? Weird. And then Charlotte, like, shits herself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I didn't need to know that detail. Oh, because then, like, Miranda... Like, I don't know why I know all this. Miranda is, like... Apparently it. just watched it. Miranda's like, oh, my God. No, Horseface is like, will I ever laugh again? And Miranda's oh like, God. Miranda's like, yeah, when something's really, really funny, you'll laugh again. And then Charlotte shits herself, uh-huh. and Horseface starts laughing. That, well, that's yeah. You she sold me on she that put Kipseed in her Poughkeepsie's or something. Uh, that's, that's what the she line. said because she's married to a Jewish guy. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, and then Mazel Tov. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a movie I watched on the weekend, but now I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I watched part of this movie. Mm called man versus which started Who? which has the guy from silicon valley the billionaire guy oh the doors open this yeah way. where he played like a survivor man who went out to the woods by himself and then like some creepy shit started to happen no. so, i'm like this movie's not good because i just picture the guy the from Silicon Valley. Ba- yeah oh. no the guy from silicon valley i'm like i can't take you serious other than that role that's true uh, is there anything else you <laughs> want to talk about that you can um whoa whoa there you go we're almost done, actually. I just want to give ourselves a few more minutes. Um, oh, yeah, I just wanted to say, actually, for the first time in, like, a year and a half... That's wonderful. For the, for the first time in a year and a half, I finally started to go back to the gym somewhat steady. How you feeling? I'm a little banged up. <laughs> I can't move my left arm above my shoulder. So this is the problem, is John went zero to 100. Yeah, I went hard in the paint. Which is, like, fucked up as hell. Yeah, I, like, mucked up my whole arm because I was doing yeah. too many weights. The, the weird thing is, is that, although I've seen you at the gym, but I've never seen you actually do weights. I always do weights. We no, I've never about. seen you do weights to this degree. But I came home from, like, wherever the hell I was on the weekend or like during the week and john oh this was during the work week because you were off on thursday and friday Mm. and so john's like oh i did 500 sit-ups and i'm like you did yeah of course i I like barely see you lift your leg above like well there's some things you don't need to watch me do and that's no because i can't my underwear and do (laughs) sit-ups i can't picture you doing and i also shouldn't have asked it's like or i should have asked over what period of time did you do 500 it's not like i'm some like crazy steroid guy doing 500 in a row i have a i do 20 leg raises 20 crunches, yeah, 20 side <laughs> crunches, 20 other side crunches, 200 jumping jacks. I do them in intervals. Over what span of time? I bang this out in 25 minutes. 
okay, this is bullshit. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is like the Justin smoke of stats. <laughs> I will set up my GoPro and do a time lapse of me doing all this. Yeah, shit. you should. The only reason why I don't believe you is sometimes what? when I like play fight with John and I make him do weird things like lift his leg up really high. Yeah, I'm not stretching though. You're not stretching? I'm doing crunches. When you asked me to do like. You just said jumping jacks. Yeah, I did jumping jacks. Do 10 right now. Yeah, no do problem. Do 25 right now. I'm doing no problem. Let's see how far these legs go. One, two, three, four, five, six, All day, seven, I eight, nine, I do 15 10, in a row when I do 11, these. 50? Yeah. 12, 13, 14, 15, this is great 16, podcasting. 17, 18, I'm doing 19, well. 20, 21. 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 48, 39, 40, 41, 42, your abs are playing. 47, 48. 47, 48. Let me just give you guys a fucking visual First reference. First of all, 50 done. Done. Okay. Done. Again, I say the quality of the jumping jack. John's <laughs> arms were like this. <laughs> like every joint was flailing around. Yeah, when well, I got to like 46. Uh, fuck that noise. This is when you got to like 28. <laughs> First of all, yeah. Drink well, some waddle. No, I'm good. Anyway, it's the last time I worked out from home. Mm. 500 sit-ups. Mm-hmm. 50 push-ups. Give me 10. No. 300 jumping jacks <laughs> and 20 burpees. What are burpees? It's where you run, jump, flail, and then jump back up. <laughs> like a dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, and second of all, look at this. I muffed up my leg from baseball yesterday. Don't change the subject. Yeah, but When look, did this happen? Yesterday when I missed... No, I know it happened yesterday. What? When the ball got hit to me and I went down on my knee and missed the ball and scraped my knee. Oh. <laughs> Didn't even get the glory of getting the out. Okay. Well, I think we're just about done. I want to talk about my thing. Well, let's keep going. Yeah. What thing? My indigenous thing on yeah, Friday. Yeah, let's do it. So on Friday, um, at work, I got to participate in this really cool um, ceremony called the Blanket Exercise, and it's an indigenous exercise, an initiative about learning about the history of First Nations people in Canada and how the Europeans came over and basically one gave indigenous groups like all these different diseases like smallpox and whatnot and took away their see, land see i'm kind of shocked you didn't you said you didn't learn this in school we did not learn this to the degree i learned on friday and like what age in school i want to say like i was anywhere from the age of 11 to 17 okay because i remember being in school and learning about like first nations groups but doing things like the Iroquois lived in log houses. Yeah, I learned that too, but then I also learned, it must have been Canadian, it must have been high school, yeah. where it's like, yeah, the Europeans came over and they f they um, fake they gave fake presents to the native people yeah. and they would give them blankets and food, but they would infest them with small pox and diseases. Blah. And that's just how they got rid of them, yeah. which is like horrible. I did not know this. So yeah. I was supposed to initially... But I don't trust white people. Yes. <laughs> I was initially supposed to act out this play of oh. this like 18 year history 1800 year history was this just like a one page thing you're no it was like 18 pages oh, wow. and i was supposed to be european number two well which what? i was really excited about and why you told me why they wanted you to read all the narration 
because you have a podcast. Yeah, because yeah, that's I was like, what? Because I'm so cool. <laughs> no, it's because you... no, because they said that I have like I can do this really theatrically because I have a podcast. So and you're like a co-host of podcast. Um, you know, eighty percent, eighty percent. Show me how you would export this sequence. Uh, file export. Well, yeah, but there's more to it. Save. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. So, either way, um, what you're going to call it. So then we ended up, uh, I ended up having to take pictures. So I didn't get to um, act out anything except the one paragraph I memorized Can for my life. Can you right now? Yeah. In 1763, the Royal Proclamation of Canada came down and King George the third said to all First Nations people let them own their own land oh fuck you like you can thank you I was giving you a slow clap yeah. that builds into a fast oh okay cause that I was, was like dope. that was so dope and so like basically a bunch of elders came to our work to actually perform this ceremony with us and walk through this four and a half hour like project and then we went outside for this thing called the smudge right and that is like kind of like you're blessing all four like all four points of um what is it called northeast south and west and you're just like roy g bib is that racist no roy g bibs every color of the rainbow why did you think of that because he said northeast southwest how do you remember Northeast Southwest? I remember it by never eat shredded wheat. Yeah. Yeah. So why didn't you say that as opposed to Roy G. Bob? Roy G. Bib. You don't know Roy G. Bib? No. It's every color of the rainbow. Uh, red, orange, green, Roy G. <laughs> Bib, blue, indigo. Violet. It's Violet. Roy G. Bib, you didn't know. And it's also like, why would you say never eat shredded wheat? Why did you jump to a rainbow? Because look at this witty banter we just got out of this. We got no. 20 seconds of great banter. This is so fucked up. So either way, um, it was a very cool experience. I will say, if you guys ever get a chance to look up what a blanket ceremony is and actually look into First Nations history in Canada. Of course, very important. Um, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau made a promise to help... Um, reconcile all of the wrongdoing of like the years of really shitty treatment of first nations and indigenous people yeah. in canada and so the really cool thing for me was when i finished it, it was like lunchtime and i just felt so heavy from the morning because it was so impactful to learn about these like marginalized individuals and learn about things like residential schools and all this stuff. Yeah, so it's horrible. it is like really sad and I'm like, oh man, we're like really fortunate to like be where we are and yeah. stuff. So it was it was just a very cool thing. So if you guys want to see pictures of it, go onto my Instagram and check that out. I'm trying to think. That's good. Wait. What? Um the other thing I had this week was What's that? Um, for one of the boards that I'm on, for women in communications and technology, we did one of our first events in like months, and it was about diversity inclusion in tech. And we did it at this really crazy cool um, venue called Brain Station in Toronto. Yeah. And so it was really awesome turnout. We had these two really smart women called Sadia um, and Janelle who came and spoke about their experiences. Uh, growing up in a tech environment in the workplace cool. and then also being um, two women of color like in different backgrounds yeah. but working there but the cool thing was there's actually men in the audience for this one nice. from very diverse backgrounds and it was interesting to see like 
Here's my thing, and let me ask you, John. Whoa. <laughs> if you had a guy and a girl in a situation, and it was to actually partner and work with on a project, you didn't know anything about them, who would you naturally gravitate to? They are both the same skill and everything. Yeah. Whoever gave me the firmer handshake. Okay. Just because then it's, I would, I don't know. It's, it's, how yeah. would you do it? Maybe I'd flip a coin if they're the same. You wouldn't automatically gravitate to work with a guy? No, of course not. So this is interesting. So two out of three of the people there said they had, or the men there said they would probably jump to working with the guy mm. automatically. I work with a lot of women and a lot of women mm -hmm. in my workplace are like, managers bosses there and mm -hmm. they're all i've had great guys and mm -hmm. girl bosses it's like it's 2017 it's not like well, madman era and this is what i said too because i'm like i also have a lot of women in like um really high powers of position at my work and so what i said i'm like always just work for people who get it because if they get it they don't care about the politics around them and that's for guys and girls so yeah. i thought it was like a pretty cool experience we got a lot of cool feedback nice. and i was happy to do it again that's cool. Mm -hmm. It's not quite the same, but I got a new hat this week. Yeah. I'm so glad you put all this women. It's a joke. And Is it now? No, but I got an Ottawa Senator snapback hat. Ooh. And I wore it for the first time today when I went to Loblaws. That's nice. And I felt like a rebel wearing an Ottawa Senator's hat in Toronto. Okay. So there's that. I think we should end this thing, mm -hmm. but we should end it. You know who the band of the week's going to be? Nope. We just got tickets to go see them in concert. Who? Arcade Fire. Whoa. Arcade Fire is finally back with the new album, which mm -hmm. comes out in July, I think. Okay. And uh, you like the new song, right? Yeah, I love the new song. It's called Everything Now. It sounds like ABBA disco, kind of. Very ABBA disco. And uh, we just got tickets to go see them in November at the Air Canada Center. Yes. And you think it'll be a good show? Like, we've seen them once before. I think it'll be a great show. The only thing is, is that the last show we saw them at, at the Danforth Music Hall, was the Surprise Secret show. And that show was, like, phenomenal. And it was pre the release of The Suburbs. Yeah. So it's like, how do you top a smaller, intimate secret show? But maybe this will. The energy is always amazing, yeah. and I did run into them in Montreal. Yeah, I know. So you I am obsessed. So why don't we get into the band of the week? Everyone knows I'm Arcade mm -hmm. Fire. They've won Grammys. Every They've never put out a bad album no. ever. And this is probably my most anticipated album for the rest of the year, which is mm -hmm. uh, Arcade Fire's new album. So why don't we get into it? I believe it's called Everything Now by Arcade mm -hmm. Fire. So all the ways to get in contact, facebook.com slash live at 605 and iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and no worries. And Twitter for yourself. Oh, I was like, what is our Twitter? Oh, you, I mean your Instagram. Your uh, go check out my Instagram. It's valgomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at malincamp and I post the dopest shit you've ever seen. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. She's distracted. Everyone's texting me. I just feel like she's too popular.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.